I was incidentally at the petting zoo today, and there was a group. A <laughs> bow <laughs> 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 like that. <laughs> you are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello and welcome everyone to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast. Uh, the show where three eloquent and handsome hosts get together, uh, pool their intelligence and come up with verdicts with regards to random topics. A topic we draw every week, in fact. Uh, so this this week, handsome gentleman number one, behind door number one, is uh, myself, Crofton Sears. Hello. Uh, door number two, who does it hold? Oh, it is handsome gentleman number two, Michael Hodgins. Michael, how are you? Good. Uh, it's one of those funny things, you know, where people always say you got a face for radio. Well, here we are in the radio style. But yeah, well, no, we're handsome. I agree. I'm Speak, here. Speaking of a face for radio, behind door number three, we have handsome gentleman number three, Bo Schwartz. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How are you it's, doing today? <laughs> it's, he has the most radio voice. That means he must have the most radio face. Seriously, though, what, what's with putting the talent behind the third door? And putting yourself in the first door. I claim poor host etiquette. I guess I should have been last door. Meh. Live and learn. All right. It's okay. So a rose. The back door. A rose by any other name would smell as sweet. I, uh, I, I'm the rose. Uh, Michael, where are you this week? <laughs> it just so happens that I'm in our nation, our nation being Canada. Best city, Victoria. It was what? you that was telling me it was the best city, Crofton. <laughs> but uh, being here, it's a pretty nice town. I understand why people like this city. It's funny because I feel the need every episode now to ask you where you are. Like you've done episodes from Indonesia, going to watch the Sultan dancers to like <laughs> to, to Nelson or to Alberta or to whatever. It feels like every episode we should ask Mike where he is. Yeah. Uh, I'm all, well, I'm going to be here for a little while. We might tour around Vancouver Island a tad. I've never been here before. It's a very nice, very nice place. Very warm. And uh, I, even on the radio, it's like they know it's warm over here because they like stick it to the other parts of the country. I heard some radio bit and they were like, they're like, enjoy another hike up the mountain or, or stroll by the beach while we hear about another another uh, blizzard blasting eastern Canada. And I'm like, yeah, they, they oh my God, like are they that? in the faces of the people who are at east. Are they that much assholes over there? <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe that would be, you know, wow. radio people are always sort of assholes. These are. I'm saying these are proper radio people, like oh, you know, you, you morning mean, show, not not us. They get paid, Johnny yeah, and the prick, and they have to listen to these things. Um, it's it's funny uh, because you know Canada, being a giant country, lots of different climates and stuff, but it's really nothing compared to the states in terms of variety of climate. So so I mean, BC and Victoria in particular are pretty much our tropics. Like we have, we have no tropics. The warmest place would be pretty much Victoria, I think. It's it is pretty warm. I think that that being said, it doesn't ever get that hot either, which is why some people say it's perfect because it never gets sweltering the ocean. Like, but but there is palm trees around here. I don't think they're native, but they can survive. Goddamn Victoria! Yeah, there's palm trees and every all the leaves, all the flowers out. There's like magnolia trees. Not only are there flowers out, they're like 
all falling off. So they flowered already like a week ago or more. And they're like, yeah, okay, let's just get to summer already. It's March. Let's move on. It's I a hate warm place. Victoria so much. It's a nice, it's a nice city, but would, yeah. Would you move out there? Like, uh, if you weren't maybe rooted in well, Ottawa of, or whatever, like, uh, is of, it of the towns I've seen in Canada, uh, I'd say next time. Now I like Ottawa. I like our the town we live in quite a bit, so I'm pretty happy there. But actually, if I had to pick another one, it'd be Victoria at this point, and I include like Toronto, of Toronto, Montreal, Calgary, um, Vancouver, Kelowna, uh, and a few other smaller towns. I would pick this one over all of them. It's pretty nice here, and it's in like your a nice face, Kelowna. Yeah, no, <laughs> Kelowna just seemed like a full bunch of strip malls. I hope we don't need to listen. When I was there, it wasn't that long, but I was like, wow, what a sprawling, badly designed city. At least you ended that sentence with malls. Malls, yeah. Uh, speaking of malls, should we get to a random topic? Yeah, let's do <laughs> it. It could be malls. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. That was if, a it is, if it is, that'll be total coincidence. <laughs> if it's Victoria, spoiler alert, my verdict is bullshit. Uh, um, the topic today is air conditioners, or I guess air conditioning. I see. It's <laughs> something that they use in malls. Uh, very simply, <laughs> this is something that cools down your house so that when it is hot out, it is not as hot in your house. I think everyone knows what an air conditioner is. I like how it saved your really terrible ham-handed segue. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, malls have air conditioning. But you know what's funny about that? You say that, but in the summertime when there's a heat alert, and they'll say, I've heard this on the radio, or like the city people will be like, if you don't have air conditioning, go to a mall or like an, or a public building that you can get into that does have air conditioning if you need relief. So there you go. Malls. Good. People used to go to the movie theaters a lot for air conditioning as well, I think, like during the summer. And that's part of the reason the summer movie season is such a big, uh, big moneymaker. That's true. So, so yeah, because I've done that before. I don't have air conditioning. I'll just I'll just get that right out there. So it is nice when it's sweltering to go to the movie theater and be cool for like one or two hours out of your sweltering week of heat wave. Um. Do you do you think that people like and this is just I'm I'm not 100% sure on this but do you think that people had have more air conditioning units like in their homes central air and all that sort of stuff now than they did when we were kids or is it just that that I now notice them more uh, or I I think yes there's definitely more of them I mean they're I think they're as cheap as they've ever been I think I've picked one up for under $100 brand new at like Sears or something like that and uh, mind you, it was a sale, but um, <clears throat> I think I think there you didn't hear a lot about this. I mean, granted, I wasn't a part of adult like you know news conversations, but you know, but um, the city or public ser- public works actively telling people not to like overdo it on the air conditioning because it's causing huge power drains uh, in the summer. So I think Crofton, yes, I think they're all they're ubiquitous, pretty much. Yeah, now I think that it, the idea of like most new houses 
are almost, I think, always in, have some kind of inbuilt air conditioning system, like along with the furnace. It's like it's considered like a default. I think everyone is like, oh yeah, of course you have air conditioning. You think of an old crappy house as one that you gotta stick one in the window, like my house. Because it used to be, it used to be cars. You'd get air conditioning in cars. It was it was considered a feature. And now I, my impression is air conditioning when you get a new car is considered standard. So like there's been sort of a, men, a mentality change with regards to it. Um, and so I feel it's kind of been the same with houses. And yeah, there. But Bo, when he's talking about the um, the w- air conditioners that you put in your window, there, those are those are. I remember I bought one at one point for like three hundred bucks or something at Future Shop. But it feels like to me even central air uh, in houses designed with air conditioning are just becoming more and more uh, more and more common. And um, and I now when I have central air in my house, uh, my wife and I are considering looking for a new house. Definitely, it would play into our interest level in a, in another house, if not the fact that it has central air, the fact that it would be open to you know being upgraded to sent, to having central air. Like it's 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 clearly a feature that that is somewhat appealing, especially where we live, where it, the summers can get ridiculously hot. Right? Yeah, it's you- funny. I think of it like see, I I I don't have air conditioning, and I'm opposed to air conditioning in my personal residence uh, for two reasons, one of which I am a frugal person. Some would maybe say cheapskate, but I, I prefer I, I would frugal. say that. Yeah, you might. Uh, I The same could be said of you for both things, too. Um, Son of a bitch. <laughs> you're, pretty fru- you're pretty frugal. I'll use the polite term. Um, so and the reason is because in Canada, you have no choice but to heat your house in the winter or else you will die because it gets – Unless you live in Victoria, of course, in which case you'll be perfectly fine. <laughs> but if you live in Victoria, <laughs> but if you live where you where you guys are, it, which had its coldest February in 115 years, you need to heat your house, right? So this this is a no brainer. You have no choice in the matter whether it's electric, fire, whatever. But in the summertime, it, it's the way I look at it is that that's free. That's a major cost. That's all of a sudden free, like the temperature in your house. Like it's going to get hot. Okay, whatever. I'll take a cold shower if it gets super hot. Uh, this is the way I, is the way I think of it. I can deal with the heat mostly, and uh, it's it's only one or two weeks where we live that it really gets stifling. And then I think the rest of the time, people are just like, "Oh, it'd be more comfortable if it was you know ten degrees cooler." And I'm and for me that that's a cost that I'd have to take on. So now you got to start paying for your house in the summer to be a certain temperature, and I don't have to. That's so why I won't. And then the other reason why I'm opposed to it. Um, is is we just talked about climate change, right? And I just feel like that's a choice, a very simple choice you can make that um, puts a drain on a strain on our energy resources. So if we all say like, well, I must have air conditioning, all of a sudden all of our power plants have to crank out, and these include coal burning power plants, crank out more carbon into the air to keep us all cool and comfortable. And as Bo rightly pointed out, that's when the biggest draws are on our electricity. Um, our electricity usage. And I, I recall once, I think it was, you might guys might remember the whole Eastern seaboard of the United States and Canada went out. I and remember it was that. Because, yeah. It was, yeah, I had to go home from work. I really enjoyed it. It, was, it went out for like a week or so. 
Yeah, a few days anyways. It was a huge deal, and uh, and it was because of, it was a heat wave, and everyone was like, crank the air conditioning. And normally, think like the winter times when we really need to keep ourselves alive, and, it, you know, you're going to survive a heat wave unless you're a, an ill old person or someone with respiratory problems to begin with. Um, so I feel like most people, I would be like, you really need air conditioning? That's That's sort of my view on uh, it. A question I have would be, does having like a regular, I mean, I know that in conversation, we don't refer to like a regular fan as air conditioning, but um, what's your, like, is your stance on fans similar to your stance on air conditioning where like air conditioning is, you know, a piece of, is a mechanical device, I think, effectively that cools a room or a series of rooms or an environment, whereas like a fan is really just affecting what's directly in front of it. Well, I think a a fan doesn't actually cool the air, whereas an air conditioner does. And I think that a fan, but the user, the the end user experience is somewhat similar. It's to cool the well, no, like because it definitely is not the same as air conditioning. The um, all it does is make the hot air pass over your body, and when you feel that, it it allows your body's cooling system, i.e., sweating profusely during the heat wave, to make you feel cool when the air passes over you. So. It's really, if it's anything, it's just helping your body's natural cooling system work a bit better. That's all a fan does. But the air but it uses, actually it does alters, use energy, though. It does, but nothing, nothing nearly compared to what a uh, an air conditioner does. Um, I noticed when you gave your sort of explanation of, of where you stood on it, you mentioned personal with regards to your personal residence. So that that obviously begs the question, what about work? Like especially office jobs, jobs with skyscrapers where you might be working on like the 19th floor or something. Yeah, it's funny about those ones. I know this is all because I'm the anti-air conditioning person. I have thought about this, but the, the the issue with those is that those buildings are, I mean, they're all energy hogs, right? Like <laughs> they have to be air conditioned because they become stifling sweat boxes even when it's oh, not yeah. this was a heat wave. to me. Yeah. Like, they're just so hot. Like so that you know, big buildings are always big energy consumers. I mean, I think a lot of new buildings are at least um optimized. You know, you, like the the building I work in happens to be a fairly new building, so it's like a lead uh, you know, this have you guys heard this L E E D or something? I think it's L E E D. Um, and it's like it's like a standard to build for energy efficiency and energy efficiency and insulation. So I think that you know bigger buildings are are attempting to build at least more efficiently to use their energy. But I mean they are essentially built in so that they can't operate without air conditioning. And I mean I don't I wish you know I wish I had a solution around that. But yeah, I would say that those buildings have to be air conditioned. Otherwise, they're going to become like the, greenhouses. They're they're going to make it much worse. And they've got to they've got to keep that ventilation going because um, I remember the office I had I had worked in at one time was not was not very well uh, cooled, but it was cool. But like you know, there'd be on really hot days, you would still get warm and sweaty in the office. So it's like you could detect it. And part of what they were doing was was turning off the air conditioning in the at night, I suppose, to save money. But you could tell, um, like, how long it took when they turned it on in the morning if you came in early enough or if you stayed late enough. You'd feel like a you know a slow but a gradual rise or lowering of of the temperature in that. And that was a smaller building. It, it takes a long time to get the air air temperature to where it's supposed to be and i have to imagine that this was a cheaper building and that a lot of other buildings 
probably run it for longer periods of time. And that it's like there could there could be floors with nobody on it. It's like it's not always in office complexes. There's people in them. Sometimes they're just being cooled, uh, regardless. So it's like I think it's a ton of energy to keep uh, a building like that operating and there are many many office buildings it's not and and uh, also like when i think of the necessity or benefits of air conditioning one of the first things i think about is hospitals right um because you know i have no idea how a hospital um would function uh, at least where we live or in tropical environments uh, without uh, without air conditioning. Now, I have my pet peeves with air conditioning, uh, especially public places. Like, if I go to a mall or something, it feels like more often than not, the air conditioning isn't set so as to make everybody comfortable. It's set to make the place as cold as friggin' possible. Like, I can't tell you the amount of times I've walked into a place that's air conditioned and it's, it's uncomfortably cold. And meanwhile... Outside, it's brutally hot. And so I'm thinking, geez, not only are they using uh, a lot of energy just to make this comfortable, they're using an excessive amount to make it friggin' freezing. And uh, that's a huge that's a huge pet peeve of mine because I do think – I think air conditioning is a good uh, um, invention in the sense that it's it, it's something that has allowed us – to live in places that might have inclement weather. Um, you know, we live in a place where it's only hot one part of the year, but there are places where it is brutally hot all year long. And I'm not necessarily saying it's the same, same with Northern Canada. These are not necessarily the most desirable places you would want to live, but the fact that we're able to live there due to this technological breakthrough is is fantastic. I just think that there's got to be some sort of limitations to how air conditioning is used because it's just it's just overused. I feel at this at this point, and maybe me having it in my personal residence in Canada is is a luxury, and I'm willing to concede that point. But but I def- definitely think that um, uh, there could be some. I'm, I don't want to say regulations, or I, I don't know what, but like it is funny that this comes right after we discuss climate change because it it definitely is a huge energy hog, but it's got so many benefits as well. So it's a tough topic. Yeah, it's, no, it, it is heavily regulated because I remember um, I come from a refrigeration, uh, like the family business was refrigeration, and I remember um, there was a lot of talk about. I worked with my dad. There's a lot of talk about. Um, the CFCs thing. So putting, I can't remember what it does, but they're really bad for the air. I think they put holes in the ozone layer. The ozone, yeah. Ozone. Yeah. And like, so, you know, gradually a lot of the jobs they were getting were phasing out, you know, um, technology that, you know, uh, require the use of CFCs, you know, because they, it's basically um, grandfathered or retired. Like you, you don't, you're not allowed to use devices like that. So there's a lot of contracts to replace equipment. In that fashion, so I think there there are, but I get the main sort of thrust of what we're um, talking about appears to be is like air conditioning. Is it a luxury or is it a necessity, or are there certain use cases where it's a luxury or a necessity, and and what is that line? You know, well, I, I think that it I think that it is basically a a luxury, and I think that Crofton rightly pointed out the it's the the usage is part of the issue. Uh, because I totally agree with him in that when and, – and sometimes even myself though I have this stance of no air conditioning where I'll be like, OK, I'm going to go someplace where there's air conditioning and feel a bit of relief. 
but it doesn't need to be that cold. And it's always one of these things. It's the same for heating your house in the wintertime. The, the greater the differences between the temperature in your home and the outdoor temperature, the greater that difference is. The, the And I think it goes up even exponentially by as the degrees increase, the more energy it takes. So if it's like 30 degrees Celsius outside and you cool your house to like 14 degrees, that is a massive energy usage. But if you just put it to like 24 or something uh, where it's still warm – you know, but not as warm as 30 degrees, uh, it will use much less energy. And, and I feel like it could be used in a much more ethical way than it is because sometimes it is just freezing in these buildings and sweltering outside, and that's just ridiculous. But, uh, but one, one other thing I wanted to mention, though, about um, – and, and, you know, again, we talk about this, and often this comes up in our sort of um, – uh, you know, we, we always – point out that we live in Canada, we're, we're lucky to live in this country with all these luxuries and whatever. But there are, you know, Croft is pointing out the uh, places in the world where it's too hot. But like most people in the world live in pretty hot climates generally. Um, and I, I've traveled in some of these, like, like I spent some time around the equator, like Indonesia, and uh, which is a very poor country. And I think I've never been to India, but you always hear India is like an extremely hot country, an extremely poor country. And I'd be like, those people mostly don't have air conditioning. And a lot of the places I, st- I stayed in did not have air conditioning. You just had to sweat it out all, <laughs> all night. So it is, it is, that's why I say for me, it is a luxury thing. Mm. Um, but you it, have to kind of be rich to. But, 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 but assu- it, assu- well, hang on. Because assuming, because there's the energy problem, but. I don't know that human ingenuity has necessarily like we can't conclusively say that we won't discover new forms of energy. Um, you know, is really sort of the negative sentiment contingent on the fact that it's it's wasteful in a in a in a human climate where we you know have we should be using energy responsibly. But you know, if if better if more efficient forms of energy are discovered. I was listening to something related to that kind of energy, but I forget what it is. If it's like fission or fusion, like there's a missing piece in fission or fusion that that they're still trying to work on. Um, you know, if better energy sources are found, should this be like a a human expectation? Like, should it be as common as having a watch or something like that? Uh, see, you know? see what I was going to say in in response to Mike's thing too was was that um, like I understand that these countries might not have air conditioning but are they better off for not having air conditioning like probably not the world may be better off in the sense that there's less energy usage from these giant population hubs ideally air conditioning in 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 spiraling Bo's point here uh if we had like a you know clean energy solution the air conditioning in and of itself is not bad. Like the idea that you can make the air in your home or public area or hospital or wherever um, more comfortable and and uh, uh, during you know hot summer months or in the case of places around the equator all year long that you know that is a good thing. That the only downside really that I can see is the energy cost right now and and uh, what that does. Um, uh, to the globe and, and to to uh, the contribution to climate change. So I think it I think it's kind of tricky because uh, where Mike, where you're saying like you you're like oh I totally understand heating and heating's cool and like especially if you're living in these uh, countries like Canada we absolutely need heating. I think in many places that you would need air conditioning even if it's even if it's not in uh, personal homes. 
but in places like hospitals because I totally think that um, that viruses and all that sort of stuff would, would travel easier in in hot climates and that in uh, having like sort of controlled temperature allows you to both hot and cold allows you to contain a lot of that stuff. So uh, for me, I, I think it's in. It, the more I think about it, the more I think that air conditioning is a good thing. It's the energy use that's problematic. But that's like – that's – those things are entangled. You know, it's it, it's sort of like it'd be – yes, air con- – and like cars are good if they all use zero energy. I would agree with that too. And airplanes, you know, they pollute tons. But if they all use no energy, they'd be great. I'd be like, yeah, sure. That's true. Uh, I don't wouldn't agree with you, but that's we're talking a hypothetical there. The but, uh, but a hypothetical, like I mean, the cars thing, the cars might not necessarily still be like tons of people die in car crashes, tons of people. I'm just saying, uh, in terms of it, the energy use is really the only bad, singular bad thing about air conditioning. That's what I mean. A lot of the examples you're giving, there are other bad things. Right, but the, the but my point being that you're. You're using a hypothetical to justify something, to say like if it weren't for this one major aspect of this thing, um, it'd be good. And it's like, yeah, it's true. Uh, like I don't I don't disagree with you. But again, it's bringing in a hypothetical saying if they use no energy. But the, the point is they do. And to Bo's point, we haven't figured out fusion yet. And it's kind of like, you know, if we do, that changes our perspective or my perspective on many, many things. But we have to, you know, live in the reality in which we're in. And it's one where our we just we're talking about this, our energy consumptive lifestyles, and that those of us who can afford air conditioning basically rely on all the people who can't and say, you know, they, they just have to do without because if, if everyone used air conditioning the way we do in the West, you know, we'd be the climate change thing would be even more pressing. And the other thing I'll point I would like to point out is that human beings evolved in warm climates. Like think about it when you take your clothes off, you know, uh, uh, you, you feel pretty – pretty. it has to be pretty warm for you to walk around comfortably naked all, all the time. I mean and that's really where we evolved. We don't have fur. We're not an animal that is from a cold climate. We just – you know, through technology of clothing and other forms of technology have moved into colder climates. So really our natural place is where it's hot. And that's where, again, the bulk of the population of the world lives in the hot climates and they're not all dying. Um, like I do agree with the points about hospitals and there's invulnerable, vulnerable people. Uh, air conditioning should at this point in time always be available for those people who are vulnerable to heat. But that's a small percentage of population. Most people can handle a lot of heat. And if you just drink a lot of water, try to stay in the shade, you're going to be fine. Uh, you don't need air conditioning. It's a luxury. I want to be more comfortable. That's yeah, If you're privileged enough to live somewhere that has a basement, generally those are also pretty great places to to stay. I mean, I don't know if everyone's basement's cold, but I know that um, my parents' house had a really cool basement. I'd spend time down there. I think I, I agree with what you're saying, Mike, but I just feel that like – uh, air conditioning as a discovery, as an advancement of technology, to put this aside and say, like, you know what, this is garbage because it uses all this energy and only rich people uh, can afford it. Like, just, just because rich, uh, say, rich people can afford something and and poor people cannot, doesn't necessarily, or if everybody could could use it, the world would be plunged into 
uh, climate change in everlasting darkness. I don't. I don't think it's like looking at a good reason to judge ever to to judge something. When you look at it, you have to sort of think uh, to yourself about it about it as it as an individual technological innovation. And I think that in the case of air conditioning, like. Uh, where where I find myself is I find myself thinking, man, this thing could be could be uh, limited in its usage. We overuse it uh, definitely in the West. In public spaces, they definitely overuse it. But at the same time, like, would I want to live in a world, or would I prefer a world where I could just get rid of air conditioning altogether? And the answer is no, because it's it's a useful thing. Like it's it. Uh, it, it's an advancement and I mean it could be a, a better advancement it could use less energy uh, there's way, countless ways we can improve it but it to me it's more it, it's more of a positive thing than a negative thing yeah well I think that it's like it's like loving cars or loving a lot of the modern conveniences that we have um, there's an opportunity cost associated with a lot of it and it's coming to light in the form of you know environmental effects for the most part uh, and I, I, air conditioning is, uh, you know, not spared from this. That's it's just such a tough it's such a tough question we face about a lot of the modern conveniences we have living today. Whether it, that arguably, well, humans are designed that we we don't we don't need these things. I don't need to sit in my air conditioned house uh, with a with an Oculus Rift strapped to my face like a VR machine, never to go outside and just like not use my you know natural body in any shape or form just have everything delivered with google or amazon drones <laughs> you know like um there's a case to be made i think for like look like all these modern conveniences are wonderful and and the the instinctive human inside of us just like gravitates like this seems good why not just use it all the time uh you know, and then, the, but there's that rational side does have to take over and say, well, no, you do have to go exercise. Uh, you do, you, you should, you shouldn't, um, you know, burn all this energy in the name of comfort because you know what, you're probably not as badly off as you think you are and it's hurting the environment. Um, whether or not, you know, it's the question of, well, maybe we should use this sparingly, which seems fine, but then there's a little a tinge of like, let's, let's, you know, slow down innovation you know let's not let's not do these things because maybe they'll hurt us and, and that's where i'm kind of like well no i i, I kind of like the idea that we have air conditioning and i i kind of just hope that anyone developing uh, you know technologies around air conditioning or any are looking for ways to minimize its uh, negative impacts if possible but maybe the point that mike's making is that it's not you know the reality is that they have an opportunity cost and that's life well i also think like you know, anything we do requires energy usage of some kind, right? Whatever whatever it is, manufacturing products, stuff we use, everything uses energy. But like air conditioning, and, and I, I will always say it has its place, it's certain buildings and things you have to use in it. But really it's, it's, its aim is just your personal comfort. It's sort of like some people are like, well, I'm more comfortable. I like wearing a sweater over my T-shirt, so I'll air condition my house down to whatever degrees. Um and uh, and and then you use all this energy just to do that, whereas you could maybe just wear a T-shirt or something. There's it's it's its only purpose is your comfort, and I feel like we live. You know, I I often think that like 
us again in the West who are rich and entitled that we're just like, I don't want to be uncomfortable. It's hot outside. I don't, I don't like it. So I'm going to turn my uh, air conditioner through the roof because I like it when it's cool. And I don't like to sweat and I like to wear a sweater or whatever. But the point being is like, is that the best use of the energy that, that we're producing? And, and my view is that we should use some of energy on it for those those buildings that absolutely require it. Hospital, big giant buildings that aren't very efficient. I mean, we still have them, whatever. But everyone in every house having their their personal little climate set, it's just a waste of energy in my view. I mean, I'm getting close to my verdict here. I think we, we – yeah. I don't know what you guys think. There's more points. Yeah, because I was going to say, you know, um, I'm not someone – I love air conditioning, but I'm usually not someone – like I don't use it. I, I have a – what's called a portable air conditioner which is it doesn't fit in your window but it sort of has a pipe that leads to your window and you can place it wherever in your in your house it's on wheels i have one of those and i turned it on for maybe a week this year you know and i live in the second floor of an apartment building it gets hot in here the air circulation is not great but you know with a fan i managed to you know i was a little uncomfortable but survive and i was about to say michael that uh you know take it from me i just you know but i take a cold shower in the afternoon or the evening uh after a bike ride or something so but really what i was doing is i'm upping myself to two showers a day and i tend to take i don't take short showers i take like five to ten minutes which um i think is on the longer side i don't i don't really know what the average length of a shower is supposed to be but the point i'm making is that it's water like i'm just increasing my water usage which is another opportunity cost so um, these things are, are not easily solved. Uh, does anyone have any uh, final remarks before we get into the verdicts? No, I'm ready for verdicts. Me too. All right. Well, the gavel. All right. So I, I guess I can just, uh, since uh, I was talking, I'll just lead right into what I have to say. Um, for the most part, I don't have, I'm not inclined against air conditioning I always always enjoy being in air conditioning. I ha- it's always a luxury. Like I can't think of one time where, you know, air conditioning made me feel bad and made me feel negative. And Mike, you bring some compelling points. Um, you know, just about the way we live and it, it's it's not exclusive to air conditioning, but to a lot of different things, although air conditioning stands as maybe one of its um one of its ambassadors because of how it's used everywhere and everyone has this almost arrogant expectation that it's going to be in their homes and in their hospital, you know, and you might go, Oh, I don't go to that restaurant. They don't have air conditioning. Like what are we savages? So, you know, um, I kind of don't like that attitude. I feel like people should be extremely grateful that they live in an age where they get to have air conditioning and that they're going to take a, maybe a dump all over their ancestors when they their children live in the scorched earth. But um, despite that, I'm going to say that I like my air conditioning and that uh, I'm just going to rely on the whole uh, fusion energy becoming a real thing and saying, ah, air conditioning's good. <laughs> Except I never use it, so it's kind of, I like kind of ironic. I like just like... Wait till Fusion comes along. <laughs> it'll, it'll save everything. You should have never told him about that. I know. I shouldn't have. But you know what, Bo, Bo when, when Fusion does come along, I'm going to get on the bandwagon and, also, and agree with that. It'll, it's gonna, it would change the world if Fusion came along. I'm talking, so I may as well give my verdict here. I think air conditioning is bullshit. 
and it's bullshit in the way that I think most luxury things are bullshit. Um, it's nice. It's 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 nice. I mean, I I like it when I go in it when it's hot. I think, and I think that's the place luxury things should have for us. You should use them sparingly and on occasion and in certain circumstances, not all the time because I like it. Uh, and that's why I think it's bullshit because everyone is just feels entitled to it and it's become so ubiquitous that we're all just dumping energy out the window because I like to be comfortable. I feel like it's okay to feel the heat of the summertime. You're really, really hot. You know, if even if you have an air conditioner, turn it on during the like two day heat wave and then turn it back off. I'm okay with stuff like that. So I just think it's a bullshit thing. People use it um, way too much. Uh, I'm not mad or sad that it was created. It was a good innovation. I agree with a lot of Crofton's points. He made some good ones, but I just think it's it's a luxury thing, and luxury things mostly are bullshit. Has its place. We use it too much. So yeah, BS for me. I'm uh, I'm actually not far from from either of you guys, and and sort of straddling the line for all my back and forth with Mike. I pretty much agree with almost everything he said there. Um, so for for me, the the way I see it is, it, air conditioning uh, as a whole is a technological advancement. It's one that could be refined through better energy uses, um, uh, better energy um, production. Like if we had fusion or whatever, uh, but uh, or even if it was designed in such a way to use less energy. Um, Again, like something like guns, it comes down to user error, I find, uh, more often than not. So uh, you have people that are using tons of air conditioning, uh, some who are not. I think you even have public spaces that are using air conditioning, some that should, some maybe that shouldn't. Some are overusing it. So uh, and I, but I think again that doesn't come down to what what the technology really is. And as I mentioned, with regards to the hospitals and that, um, it is it is very useful in certain places. I think it also allows us to work uh, efficient, more efficiently in certain extremely hot areas. Um, I think that there's a health hazard with regards to having too many uh, people in close proximity in, in, in inside of a, a set area that uh, air conditioning allows us to balance, um, you know, to balance out a little bit. Um, so for, you know, it could be anything from an airplane to a, a boat or something. Uh, so I do think there's a lot of merits to air conditioning. Does the user error and does the fact that it is overused, especially by the West and the climate damage, does that make me downgraded from, say, a good to a bullshit? I've been flip-flopping on this throughout the podcast, but in the end, I think that my overall feeling, especially due to the hypocritical nature of me having air conditioning in my own house, I'm, I'm going to have to stand, stick to my guns and say that air conditioning is good. You shill for the air conditioning industry, Crawford. <laughs> I, 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 it's funny because I don't even know. I don't even know of a company in the air conditioning industry. Like a, what? Air Dude, my dad's company. Bose family. <laughs> oh well there there I know. Bo, I, I, Bo's can't be dad's a company. I can't be a shield because I'm like part of the royal family of of <laughs> refrigeration. Crofton, I always knew, I always knew big air con would get to you. <laughs> <laughs> they've they've been showing me the green. Uh, <laughs> Them and Monsanto working together damn um bo we don't happen to have any mail this week do we uh that would be a big negatory commander <laughs> what damn okay listeners uh you know if you have uh, any questions you want to uh, tell us 
how great air conditioning is, how much you hate it, or you have ideas for a topic or something, uh, we would love to hear from you. We'll read your mail on air. So uh, good, bad, bull, that's what you're going to need to remember. Uh, so start with goodbadbull at gmail.com if you want to send us something. Uh, at goodbadbull.com, you will find all our podcasts. We're also on iTunes. We're on uh, Stitcher as well. So you can uh, you can give us some great reviews, preferably five-star um, because we know we're all five-star individuals, uh, and we know your reviews will reflect that. Uh, so you can also follow us on Twitter at Good Bad Bull, at your likes, and um, and you can also follow us individually. And there are there are three of us: myself, Croft and Steers. You can follow at Croft and Steers on Twitter. Where Put can yourself first again? Of course, I'm gonna continue. <laughs> I've set a trend. So, Bo, because you chimed in and are so desperate for attention, how how can people follow you? You can find me at Bo Schwartz. And, Bo Schwartz yeah. on Twitter and uh, Michael. Where can people find you if they want to contact you? They can find me sweating like a pig in my heat box of a house in the summertime. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be happy they found you. <laughs> I'm not making the case for anti-air conditioning. You're like, come and sweat with me, friends. He stinks in my house. He smells as good as he sounds. Um, so, all right. Well, that's that's great, guys. Air conditioning is one of those topics that I hope that people will see on our list of, uh, of innovative uh, of innovative podcast topics and think, man, I want to listen to a top uh, podcast yeah, on air conditioning. One of the sexiest topics that we've done. Uh, speaking of sexy, I have an air conditioning confession. Which is? Um, air, you know, when you have like a, an air conditioner and it blows a lot of cold air out. It feels really good on your genitals if oh. they're like really hot. Um, That's a mental image you know, I did and, not need and to have. All you men and women out there who may be like shuddering or whatever or turning their nose up, if you haven't tried it, don't knock it because, uh, you know, when you're really hot, that's a great place to cool yourself down. Not well, that Michael, you have to put it on the device so you don't ruin it for everyone else, but, uh, you know. Well, Michael, I owe you the $20. to end on that note because i found that was actually an interesting conversation but but it had to uh, lead to bo's genitals somehow <laughs> <laughs>